Abhi Yahweh, thank you for the opportunity to be able to share your truth, knowledge, and your wisdom with brothers and sisters that have an ear to hear what's being said, Father, and that they would hear my words, but listen to your truth, your knowledge, and your wisdom, and seek you, Father God, and seek you. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity. Abhi Yahweh, Aman, Yeshua, Aman, Paraklitos, Aman. So, I was sharing some time with my um, leader of my life group, my brothers from church, and um, we were talking about something the the, uh, other evening we were sitting together, we were having a fellowship, we were supping together. And we got to talking about some things. And he had something that was on his mind that we were talking about. And I've shared this actually with you all before. But uh, you might not remember. And that's okay because it's worth sharing again. But what we were talking about, we were talking about abiding. Abiding with God. And that word is really important actually the word abide because that's what god wants to do he wants to have a personal relationship with us and he wants to abide with us and it means a whole lot more than what many think it does or believe that it does and i have to bring up the youngsters again because many young folks don't even get what that means they don't understand what it means to sup. That was another thing we were discussing, is that when you knock and you seek entry, that God will open the door, beckon you in, and sup with you. And back in the days when I was younger, they don't do that now because they're all busy with electronic gizmos and gadgets, and they're all uh, wanting to sit down and, Goodness gracious, you have adults that don't even spend time supping with anyone. Um, Supper, I don't even know if they even call it that anymore, but supper was the last meal of the day. When you finished your work, your chores for the day, you finished your job for the day, or you came in and you sat and you had supper. And when you sat down to have supper, you engaged in conversation. You visited with the family because you hadn't seen them all day. You may not have worked on a farm so that you would see them in the field or you would see them around the house during the course of the day or you were at your job all day and you didn't see them. Or you were at school all day and didn't see them. So when you came down to sit at supper, you spent time with your family. God is our Heavenly Father. And we can see Him all the time when we're walking around and we look out in the mountains and the fields and you see the beautiful birds and you hear the singing in the mountains and the rivers and those things. And the Bible tells us that we look and we open our spiritual eyes and we can see that. And you can see God all around. 
but a lot of don't, folks don't do that. But when he opens a door and he beckons you to come in, what a privilege. We're talking about the king of heaven. We are talking about the maker of all things made that he beckons us in and to come and sit at a table with him and sup to engage with him, to be with him, to spend time with him. And this is also what the word abide means. There's several different dictionary meanings that come into that, but the best one that I found is what the way I say it. To remain, to continue, to stay. And with God, as is called, when he is called, remember what they said that Jesus, when he was going to be born, you shall call his name Emmanuel, God in us, God with us. And he dwells in our being. He dwells in our heart. He resides with us. And also he continues with us always in a particular condition or relationship with us, brothers and sisters, that is what abide means. This is what abide means. This is what God wants to do. He wants us to abide with him and he wants to abide with us. He wants to spend time with us. He wants to be with us. Brothers and sisters, it is so powerful and God promised we can find his promise throughout the word that he just wants to have a relationship with us. Throughout the word, you find that his desire, his heart long desire is to have us together with him, to be with us, spend time with us, and for us to just give him time, spend time with him. When I, the early morning hours, the Holy Spirit well, some, not always, but sometimes will rouse me up. And, and I'm talking, it's, we're talking, uh, as we used to call it in the military, zero dark 30. It's still dark outside. And the Holy Spirit wants to spend and have time to come in and talk and visit. Brothers and sisters, there's, how powerful it is to spend time with someone when you have loved ones to be able to be with them, don't go and sit. And then you get on the electronics and you're sitting over there and or they're on the electronics. It's time for me to go. And and I have done that before. I gotten up and walked walked away from situations where they weren't relations of mine. But, you know, we have talked about this before. And I have told him, I said, look, if I, you know, you're going to act like you want to be, but you don't want to be around because you have your electronics out and you're more engaged with that than visitation. So I'm going to go ahead and leave. I'm going to go home now. And I've done so. I didn't, wasn't mad about it. And I'm not mean about it. And and if they were offended, which so many people are, well, that's just kind of too bad because you know what? Respect one another. Respect your God in heaven, our heavenly father. He wants to spend time with you. So how about you give him a little bit? Abide with him. He wants to abide with you. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to have a relationship, a personal heartfelt relationship.
But are you too engaged in everything else that you're doing or everything else that's going on around you that you have no time to give God? We're talking about our Heavenly Father, the creator of all things made, who came in truth, died on the cross. Jesus, our only begotten Son of our Father God, who came and died for me. While we were yet at enmity, brothers and sisters, understand this. God wasn't waiting for us to get all cleaned up and polished up and washed and put on some nice cologne water, stink water, whatever you want to call it, eau de toilette, uh, toilet water. He wasn't, because you would never make it. And salvation didn't depend on that. Salvation is a gift given freely from God our Father, freely given by his grace, because he's our good, good father. And our good, good father wants to abide with us. I like it when he abides with me. And let me tell you this, when he's here, it can be felt. Can't see him. And I appreciate he doesn't want to fry me like he could have done with Moses. And he granted Moses, he graced Moses with letting him see his shadow. And still, when Moses came off the mountain and he just saw the shadow of God pass. And when he came back, the people in the nation, they knew that something was different. His hair was different. His face was different. Everything about Moses was changed. He had seen the glory of the Lord God Almighty, Hashim. But he only saw his shadow. The Lord God is like a consuming fire. And if we were to see God in his glory now without being glorified or without having our heaven sight, yeah, we would be consumed. Brothers and sisters, God is with us all the time. God is all around us. All you have to do is look, open your eyes, open your ears, listen. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. Wow. Not just a Christmas carol. It's a declaration of truth that God is in our lives and around us. And Satan doesn't want that to happen. He wants us to be separate. He wants us to be in derisive attitude with one with another. And he wants us to be that way with God. And many... Don't see it happening, but brothers and sisters, I sit down and I see what goes on in the media and I see what's going on around and it matches up what the Bible's talking about. You sit down and you just look at it. You can find it in the scriptures. Daniel, Ezekiel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Psalms of David. 
Paul talks about it. Jesus talks about it. Peter talks about it. John talks about it. Matthew talks about it. Talks about the second coming and tells us what it's going to be like before the Lord comes back. Jesus tells us as he finishes his sermon and his teaching and he tells us all these things must come to pass before the return of the Son of Man. Who is that? That's Jesus. First recognized as that in the book of Daniel. The Pharisees didn't like it when Jesus used that term or others used it for him. Oh, that's blasphemy, that's blasphemy. How dare you? Who do you think you are? Well, I'm the son of God and I'm speaking truth, which you don't seem to understand because you speak that language of your father who is the devil. Well, they didn't like that. But Jesus was just telling the truth. Truth is all he was, all he is. And the truth is that he wants to abide with us. He does abide with us. If you open your heart up, you seek his face. You seek his truth, knowledge, and wisdom, brothers and sisters. And he will come and abide with you. What you have to do is ask. Seek and ye shall find. Ask and it will be given. Knock and it will be open unto you. But if you don't knock, and you don't ask, and you don't seek, you're not going to find it. You will find what you look for. If you seek offense, you shall surely find offense. If you seek his truth, his knowledge, his wisdom, and you seek the face of God, you will find it. He doesn't hide from anyone. Actually makes it fairly easy for you to see. All you got to do is believe. And seek the truth. Seek truth. Brothers and sisters, seek truth. He loves us. And it isn't what we do that's going to save us. It's his salvation that is given in grace, freely given. But that's what produces our good works. Salvation, then come the works. Because our good works, or what we think are the good works, are not going to buy our salvation. Brothers and sisters, you are in my prayers, am I going out, am I coming in every day, every day? 